Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update, the podcast that immigration professionals and foreign nationals turn to for up-to-the-minute information. This week, we present part three of our STEM talent updates. On January 24th, our podcast focused on extended benefits for F1 and J1 visa holders. And then again on February 6th, we talked about the changes in the STEM requirements for O1A individuals of extraordinary ability. Now, both of those podcasts are still available to listen to, or you can check out the articles published on Lynn Walker's LinkedIn page. Lynn writes the articles, publishes them on LinkedIn, and then I turn them into these podcasts. I'm podcast producer Mike Polsonella, and this week we turn to the new immigration policies directly impacting foreign nationals seeking employment-based immigrant visa classification as individuals whose work is in the national interest of the United States. This one's going to be a little longer and more involved than the previous two updates, but well worth listening to as you will see. So to quickly review, on January 21st, 2022, the Biden-Harris administration issued a fact sheet entitled Biden-Harris Administration Actions to Attract STEM Talent and Strengthen Our Economy and Competitiveness, otherwise known as the Biden-Harris Initiative, which announced several new policies aimed at attracting and retaining international talent in the STEM fields, in recognition that STEM talent is essential to significant economic health, and security interests of the United States, the Department of Homeland Security issued updates to its policy manual relating to the adjudication of STEM-related immigrant petitions seeking a National Interest Waiver, or NIW, including the types of evidence that may support such classification, especially including the types of evidence that may support such classification. In general, to obtain lawful permanent resident status through employment, a foreign national must be sponsored by a U.S. employer who must file a permanent labor certification application on behalf of the foreign national. In order to file the PERM application, the U.S. employer must demonstrate two key things. First, that he's tested the labor market in the geographic area where the permanent job offer is located to establish that there are no able, qualified, and available U.S. workers who are willing to accept the permanent job offer, and two, that the employment of the foreign national will not adversely affect the wages. In limited circumstances, U.S. employers are not required to file PERM applications, including those where they are filing immigrant petitions for multinational managers and executives, individuals of extraordinary ability, outstanding researchers or professors, and individuals whose work is in the national interest of the United States. Where a foreign national is a member of the professions holding an advanced degree, at least a master's degree or the equivalent, or a person of exceptional ability, and their work is deemed to be in the national interest of the United States, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services may waive the PERM application requirements as well as the job offer requirement, which permits foreign nationals to petition for themselves. In Matter of Danisar, 26 INN, December 884, the Administrative Appeals Office of DHS slash USCIS established the criterion for NIW petitions, holding that, quote, USCIS may grant a national interest waiver if the petitioner demonstrates 
one, that the foreign national's proposed endeavor has both substantial merit and national importance, two, that he or she is well-positioned to advance the proposed endeavor, and three, that on balance it would be beneficial to the United States to waive the job offer and labor certification requirements, end quote. In response to the Biden-Harris initiative, DHS updated its policy manual to clarify how foreign nationals with advanced degrees in STEM fields, including entrepreneurs, may qualify for NIW petitions, and to explain the significance of testimonial or recommendation letters from governmental and quasi-governmental entities. The updated policy manual states, in the relevant part, USCIS recognizes the importance of progress in STEM fields and the essential role of persons with advanced STEM degrees in fostering this progress, especially in focused, critical, and emerging technologies or other STEM areas important to U.S. competitiveness or national security. I should mention that this next section is highlighted in Lynn's original document so that we pay especially close attention. To identify a critical and emerging technology field, officers consider governmental, academic, and other authoritative and instructive sources and all other evidence submitted by the petitioner. The lists of critical and emerging technology subfields published by the Executive Office of the President, by either the National Science and Technology Council or the National Security Council, are examples of authoritative lists. Officers may find that a STEM area is important to competitiveness or security in a variety of circumstances. For example, when the evidence in the record demonstrates that an endeavor will help the United States to remain ahead of strategic competitors or current and potential adversaries, or relates to a field including those that are research and development intensive industries, where appropriate activity and investment both early and later in the development cycle, may contribute to the United States achieving or maintaining technology leadership or peer status among allies and partners. That's the end of the highlighted area. With respect to the first criterion for the NIW petition, as to whether the foreign national's proposed endeavor has both substantial merit and national importance, the policy manual states this. Many proposed endeavors that aim to advance STEM technologies and research, whether in academic or industry settings, not only have substantial merit in relation to U.S. science and technology interests, but also have sufficiently broad potential implications to demonstrate national importance. With respect to the second criterion for the NIW petition, as to whether the foreign national is well-positioned to advance the proposed endeavor, the policy manual states this. USCIS considers an advanced degree, particularly a Doctor of Philosophy or PhD, in a STEM field tied to the proposed endeavor and related to work furthering a critical and emerging technology or other STEM area important to U.S. competitiveness or national security an especially positive factor to be considered along with other evidence for purposes of the assessment under the second prong. So now with respect to the third criterion for the NIW petition as to whether it would be beneficial to the United States to waive the job offer and labor certification requirements. This is what the policy manual states. When evaluating the third prong, 
and whether the United States may benefit from the person's entry, regardless of whether other U.S. workers are available, as well as other factors relating to prong three, as discussed above, such as urgency, USCIS considers the following combination of facts contained in the record to be a strong positive factor. The person possesses an advanced STEM degree, particularly a PhD. The person will be engaged in work furthering a critical and emerging technology or other STEM area important to U.S. competitiveness, and that the person is well positioned to advance the proposed STEM endeavor of national importance. The benefit is especially weighty, where the endeavor has the potential to support U.S. national security or enhance U.S. economic competitiveness, or when the petition is supported by letters from interested U.S. government agencies. With regard to NIW petitions for entrepreneurs working in the STEM fields, the policy manual states that, quote, when evaluating whether such petitions satisfy the three-pronged framework, Officers may now consider the fact that many entrepreneurs do not follow traditional career paths, and there is no single way in which an entrepreneurial startup entity must be structured. Generally, many entrepreneurial endeavors are measured in terms of revenue generation, profitability, valuations, cash flow, or customer adoption. However, other metrics may be of equal importance in determining whether the petitioner has established each of the three prongs. For such NIW petitions, USCIS may consider the following evidence to be of probative value in meeting the three criteria. And there are nine kinds of evidence here, so please bear with me. Number one is the foreign national's ownership and active and central role in the operations of the STEM startup company. Number two is the foreign national's education and experience, including certifications and licenses. Three, an investment or a binding commitment to invest in the startup. Four, participation in an incubator or accelerator program. Five, receipt of grants or awards for economic development, research and development, or job creation. Number six is possession of intellectual property, including patents held by the foreign national or their startup or another company owned and or founded by the foreign national. Seven, published materials about the foreign national and or their startup. Eight, revenue generation or growth and job creation by the startup. And number nine is testimonial or recommendation letters from relevant government entities outside investors, or established business associations. Furthermore, while acknowledging that letters from interested government agencies or quasi-governmental agencies are not required for NIW petitions, the policy manual states that such letters could satisfy several of the evidentiary requirements for the NIW petition. That is, letters from an interested government agency or quasi-governmental agency could prove favorable for purposes of the first prong if, for example, they establish that the agency or entity has expertise in the proposed endeavor and that the proposed STEM endeavor promises to advance a critical and emerging technology or is otherwise important for purposes of maintaining the United States' technological prominence. 
detailed letters of government or quasi-governmental interest that provide relevant information about how well-positioned the person is to advance the endeavor are valuable for purposes of assessing the second prong. And finally, an interested government agency or quasi-governmental agency can help explain how granting the waiver may outweigh the benefits of the job offer and labor certification requirement by explaining a particular urgency or detailing how the United States would benefit from the prospective non-citizens' contributions even if other U.S. workers are available. In conclusion, these STEM initiatives are great news for many foreign nationals and a much-needed step in the right direction for meaningful immigration reform. We applaud the Biden-Harris administration for recognizing the role that STEM professionals play in the continuing prosperity, security, and health of the United States. With a little over a year into the Biden-Harris administration, we recognize that there are many competing priorities that must be addressed from the COVID-19 pandemic to our nation's economic recovery. Throughout these challenges, immigrants have served and will continue to serve in our nation's recovery and strength. We are continuing to urge the administration to enact additional policies and legislation to reform our immigration system and provide real changes and significant relief. As always, Minor and Landis will continue to closely monitor all immigration-related government operations and will publish updates as they happen. If you have any questions, please contact our experienced immigration attorneys to schedule a consultation. And if you'd like to hear your questions answered on next week's Q&A podcast with Lynn Walker, you can message her through her LinkedIn page. And please remember that all personal information is kept strictly confidential. Thanks for listening. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.